Hi, Muses. Kayla here. Before we air this episode, I just want to apologize in advance that unfortunately we were having some technical difficulties. It does get a little bit better towards the middle and end of the episode, but I just wanted to let you know uh, when you do start it, it might sound a little bit muffled. But besides that, relax, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Waltz Chatting Muses with Kayla and Kirsten. Hello, Waltz Muses. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kirsten. And today we are going to do another movie review. And I was really excited to do this one because it's a live people movie. I don't want, it's not like one of those like remakes. So I didn't want to say that, but live action, but yeah, I didn't want to say that. So this is live people, live actors um, in the present. So we are doing Disney's 1997 Jungle to Jungle. Um, so I was excited to do this one just because I remember watching this when I was a kid and I thought this movie was super fantastic. So <laughs> this movie was produced by Walt Disney Pictures, starring Tim Allen and Martin Short. I've never seen this one before. Um, so I was excited to watch it, especially because Kayla did say how much she did love it. I'm interested to hear what her reviews of it are now, um, actually, so... And I love Tim Allen, so I was excited to see that it was him. <laughs> yeah, I loved Tim Allen, and I was really, I forgot Martin Short was in this. Yeah, I really, he like came on for a couple of times, and I didn't realize it was him, and then all of a sudden he was like sitting in the car in one scene, and I go, it's Jack Frost, it's Martin Short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, I love him. It's cute that they did a movie together prior to like Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So, um, I do like the very beginning of this movie because it's that classic Disney opening credits with the Cinderella castle. Mm-hmm. The one that we see in the movies nowadays, but like that true nineties. Um, right. So that kind of got me already into my Disney feels, which I really did appreciate that. And then at the very beginning of the movie, it opens up to Africa. Um, it ha- but it's like the rainforest part of Africa, I want to say. So it has all these like, you know, mountains and a huge river. So you get like a really nice tribal vibe at the beginning. Of- is it Africa? I think it is Africa. I got more like uh, South America vibes or even, I don't know. Well, then guess I never really say. I just, I asked Brian when I was watching it. I said, is this Africa? He said, yes. <laughs> I love the confidence too. Yes. So um, I don't know. I kind of want to look it up. Okay, keep going. I'm going to look it up. I'm interested okay. now. Person's going to look it up. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> then we see a young boy with like blonde hair to his shoulders. And we don't know who this boy is at this point in time, but whoever this boy is, we can clearly, we can clearly see that he's gifted with the land um, because he's like climbing this big mountain and kind of just chilling on top, which is mm-hmm. kind of gets you where we're going with the movie. But then we get to the second scene and it's a different type of quote jungle because I believe we're on wall street and you have a bunch of people like crammed together, screaming and shouting about numbers and throwing their papers up in the, you know, up in the air and things like that. So it's like you go from one jungle to the next sort of speak. Um, well, that was something I wrote down. I don't know anything about the stock market. 
Yeah, I don't either. I don't understand. I, all I know is they're just like, and they're all like hitting and bumping each other. And I don't, I don't understand. Uh, my anxiety would be so high. Like the little island or whatever he like flew into, um, the first stop he had to make or where he was going to meet his soon to be ex-wife. I thought that little like town or whatever it was with all the planes was just so cute. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could spend a vacation right there. Yeah, absolutely. Because we find out that the reason that he's going to, you know, why he's flying there to meet his really cool lawyer um, is because our main uh, man, Tim Allen, his name is Michael, and he's getting married in 30 days. Um, But his divorce has not officially gone through. Mm -hmm. So we also see that Michael is an extreme, like, um, businessman. So Yeah, um, almost like a workaholic. Yeah, so Kirsten, could you imagine a life like that? As a workaholic? Yeah, like being like that busy and like crazy and... No, because I felt like last week that was my life and I was about to lose my mind. Right? I mean, I I know I couldn't be like that. Maybe if it was something that I was truly passionate about, but when I'm... Maybe. Absolutely not. I'm already dreading it. It's just... Yeah, um, I just hate when I always have something that I should be doing. It's always that I should be doing this. I should be doing this. And that that stresses me out. Um, so, no, I definitely could not do that. See, I don't necessarily get that way. Um, I mean, I obviously have, like, my hobbies. Hobbies? My hobbies. <laughs> my hobbies and things like that, which kind of makes me feel like a almost a bum if I'm not, like, working on that and I'm watching TV instead. But yeah. at the same time, I know that if I don't relax, there's no way in hell that I'm going to get through my work week. Right. Yeah. That's a good way of thinking that. Maybe I need to start start thinking that way. Self-care. So, see, last week I had difficulty talking and now it's your turn. Maybe it's because we're recording this in the morning. So <laughs> Your mouth's not warmed up yet. You got to talk a little bit more. <laughs> We should have done our little exercises. Okay, okay, okay. So now he starts, Michael, um, starts heading to the, wherever the, his ex-wife is. I I don't know where. I looked it up. I couldn't figure it out. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> um, and he puts his hand in the water. Promise don't act like that. I, and I know this. And and I watched it on the river show, you know, with the river man. <laughs> he did he talked to us about piranhas. Well I am a piranha. Well that um when he's like riding on the river, it gave me like jungle cruise vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it but it did freak me out when he's like trying to wash his face with the water, like he's like trying to get parasites. <laughs> that's how you die but i busted out laughing when he's like she left me for gilligan's island oh my god and i you guys you don't understand you guys i love gilligan's island i've rewatched the seasons over and over and over so i just like busted out laughing when he said that yeah i I thought that line was so funny i thought that was so funny and then i love when he's trying to explain to like the tribal uh folks um like trying to have them find where Patricia is and he's like yeah full figured like that's how he (laughs) describes his ex-wife oh god but Kirsten yeah you 
would truly enjoy a job like working on like an island or something like that if you're able to like if you're like a doctor or like able to help people i feel like for you to travel like in you know different places across the world i feel like that's something you would really like to do like patricia's job for instance even if you i like to think i'm that that i'm that selfless and i'm that nice and caring so i really appreciate that yeah i just really saw that for you like if um you thank know, you doctor, whatever or even kind of what you do now i feel like that's something that you know, you would do really well at, so. Well, thanks. Um, so there was a line when he, he finally did meet up with Patricia and they were trying to figure out where he was going to stay. Um, okay, first off though, I did think that he was going to stay on the island for a while and they were going to fall in love and live their lives together. So okay. I was wrong. I mean, not completely, but I thought that's where we were going mm -hmm. with the movie. I did not think we were going back to New York, but, um, yeah, but then there was a line where, like, she's like, you can stay at this place or stay at this place, or you can stay with this lady. And then I felt like, Cage told me that I was making shit up, but I felt like they were fat shaming because they have the lady and she's holding the pig, and he's like, Ooh. and I'm like, that's fat shaming. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, they, they might have been, I don't know, but it was also back in 97, so. I know. Well, that's a society, thank God. Um, but, but yeah, we do learn that Patricia did walk out on Michael. Mm -hmm. For Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We find out why it's because he wasn't really giving her the time of day when they right. were together. But again, it, you could see where he would be hurt in the divorce because she did leave him. So there's always deep layers to everything. Like you get why mm -hmm. she left him, but you can also get why he was like upset and sad as well. Um, right right i, I did put um, that when they offer him to eat like the the bat bladder you can tell that michael is not very cultured well i mean would you eat that no <laughs> like, every time they mention something to him like sleeping in a like, clinic or ooh. whatever he's always just like no like it's every it's everything so everything yeah um, I was shocked how fast he jumped into being like, oh, hey, I'm your dad, or like how fast um, Michael found out that he was the dad, or that even Michael told the kid that I'm your dad. Like, I thought it, they were going to kind of get to know each other a little bit more and then spring that information on them. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I did write, too. I was like, is that supposed to be funny cat piss? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I think it was... Did you laugh? Well, <laughs> I didn't laugh, no. I mean, it is... Going back to what you're saying about um, him finding out that um, he has a son, I think it's really shitty on Patricia's part for just finally telling Michael... Right, right. She should have at least wrote a letter or something. To kind something. Of the opportunity to be in his life, not just when he wants to come sign his divorce papers. Uh, right, it's like, was he never going to tell him? I, I don't know. I don't know if she was going to tell him. So, yeah, okay. And here's my question, too, about, like, with Patricia leaving him. Because she kept saying something like the fifth phone line. And then, so, and her spouse is being too busy for a partner. Um, how would this make you feel if, like, your spouse was, like, supporting you and making a crap ton of money? Like, would you have conversations with him before or her, if, you know, whatever your partner is? Um 
like how would you feel in this instant um i know personally for me i need more of like the quality time and like more time with cage for instance like i don't want him working a job where i never see him or where he's having to constantly work because i know myself and i know like for me that i want to be with him more than him to be at work um so i would not be okay with that even if i did not have to work and i didn't have to support for me it wouldn't it wouldn't be worth it for me okay what do you think you know i don't know like i feel like i'm 50 50. i hate working so much but i also like to have nice things so and like i said i, I have my own like hobbies that unfortunately work kind of gets into the way of me doing yeah that. trying to write a book i love to paint I just started this, you know, podcast and I would like to dive in and do more research on things, but you know, mm -hmm. it just gets in the way, but I right. do want to have a, I want to see my partner, but like, if we were able to say, okay, we have one night a week and then he was always able, he or she was always able to, you know, provide that for me, then that's something that I would be, I think I would be okay with because I'm also an independent person. Um, but I feel right. like just as long as we had like communication, like if I could get a text throughout the day, like, oh baby, I love you. Hope you're having a good day. You know, some, something like along those lines, but I know that back in 97, they didn't text. So, you know, I don't know. I think right. People have different love languages. So I think that's, you know, depending on your, yeah. religion, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but Kirsten, like when you mentioned uh, cat piss, so um, <laughs> he was talking about Mimi Siku. That is yes. Patricia's son. His name is Mimi Siku, which means cat piss. Um, he picked his own name. So like Kirsten said, I don't know if this was meant to be funny. I don't believe I laughed when I was little. I didn't <laughs> laugh. If you could choose your own name now, what would you what would you choose? Oh, I don't know. That's too hard. I kind of want like something over the top. Like I want like goddess of like goddess of the divine or goddess of roses. <laughs> goddess goddess of the felines. <laughs> I guess I'm not more interested in like what the meaning of the name is just how it sounds so i guess i would want some oh, softer. i like softer names um like tala or you know i don't know like my uh, dog what tala i'm just coming up with names i like unique oh, okay names. i like unique names but yes i do too like, i don't like harsher like mm -mm. sounds and i don't like and i don't Kirsten. Like it's hard to say Kristen. It's really hard. So, you don't have that name. I think I, I don't know. But it's hard for me to say. So I hate I hate when people ask me like, oh hi, like what's your name? Or if I introduce myself, because I feel like I struggle so much with saying my name. Like at the beginning of the episodes, I'm not just like y'all know who I am at this point. If you don't <laughs> I don't think we're at that point yet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I rather my name be Layla then Kayla let's change it we could we could change it because it's not that I don't like the K I don't know if Layla fits you though I always liked Michaela um but that's when I used to watch Dr. Quinn I was like why couldn't we just gotten a little bit more fancy oh uh, yeah so. because you know it has to be a K 
Yes. Yeah. But, um, so moving on. Um, so he ends up sleeping in where the bachelors sleep. And I love they have a special mm-hmm. tent for bachelors. And then all you can hear them like in the middle of the night just farting. Farting. <laughs> I, you know what I found funny about this? The things that people like back in the day found funny. Like that's what I found humorous. Not the farting. It's that other people thought this was funny. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a giant-ass um, bug on him while he's sleeping. But I think Patricia is yeah. on top of him before he realizes. So, yeah. Speaking of I, bugs, my next, go ahead. Kirsten. Yeah. So I live in Ohio by Lake Erie, and it's yep. May bug season, as you know. Mm. If you don't know what May bugs are, they are the they they're horrible. They're about an inch big. They really skinny bodies and these big ass wings. And there's just yeah. I don't know thousands or a million of these bugs. Millions, just they, millions everywhere. They just sit on houses and poles and they and cars out. and on you. Everything that's outside. They stick on you and they're so light that you don't feel them on you. So you could just be walking around. Oh god, around it's so gross. So I went to um, my boyfriend's. Just nauseous thinking about it. Had, yeah, they had all these maybugs on their house because they live right next to the lake. I they probably thought I was the most prissy person ever because I literally <laughs> ran inside the house and I was like, uh, "Do I have any on me?" Do I, I just like made everybody check me, like, "Do I have any bugs on me?" And then they kept going outside to take our dogs outside to run, and I'm like, "Um, sorry. I hope you all aren't thinking I'm antisocial, but I draw the line." Like, Do you remember when we were at Soak City the one time and I just had a panic attack because of all, I went in the bathroom, you guys, and just had a full on panic attack, and I felt so bad. Luckily for us, because we went to uh, what's called Cedar Shores now, we went there Friday, and lucky for us was that there really weren't the Maybugs there, so that's why I didn't, whoa, what did you do? (laughs) Sorry, I shot my phone. (laughs) Anyway, so, like, I don't know, like, bugs everywhere while I would be sleeping out there would be really um, freaky, but... Anyway, that's why when I went to I when I went to Haiti, I literally used my like uh the bug thing, the bug net, and I used it as a blanket. <laughs> I covered my head all the way to my feet and tucked it in. Yeah. I was so freaked out. Um, okay, so the next one he wakes up and he does see Mimi Siku. Is that right, Mimi Siku? Um, I was like, damn, he didn't wait at all to just be like, hey, like. I'm your father, like, I'm just so quick. But honestly, Mimi Siku, I mean, he had to have maybe had an incline, or how do you say that word? Um, Just because... um, Well, there's this random white man here. (laughs) I mean, exactly, come on. I mean, he's 13. I mean, he's not stupid. And we learn that he can speak English, but I love that they're on their little canoe together, and he's Mm -hmm. like Michael, like, try to talk. He, like, doesn't tell him right away that he can speak English. I think, I thought that was That's so smart. Yeah, that was It made me so sad, though. I didn't like the line. I was like, ooh, this movie's racist. (laughs) He said, um, he was like, he said something in Indian. And I'm like, wait, are they in India? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, no, they're not in India. I'm like, what do you like the na- native language? I was like, what do you mean? And that line just 2022. Sorry, guys. Oh, China. I didn't even realize it. So um, I was like, that's not. That's, I was like, just because I live on an island like that and like in a hut doesn't mean they're 
Yeah, I I didn't even realize that. Um, but I did thought I did think it was kind of funny when um they're walking around together and we realize that Michael has five hundred dollars shoes. So um, Michael's wearing his five hundred dollars shoes. Kirsten, do you own a pair mm -hmm. of five hundred dollars shoes? No. Me neither. No. I was like, how could you ever pay $500 for a pair of shoes? I mean, if you can do that, good for you, oh, yeah, but I, I cannot. Please tell me. <laughs> Let's be friends, honestly. Let's be friends. Um, but yeah, you know, he said this line like during when he was with them, and he was like, cut, infection, death. And I was like, that's some shit I would say. Oh, my God. That is what I definitely say. Um, I did, it's like a walking. Go ahead. I did like the line though, and this was really sweet and innocent when um, Mimi Siku says, Now you hear with me, you say all the time. And it was, like, made me really sad because he had been so excited to finally have his dad with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what made me sad? It's when they killed the snake. Why? Well, it's a living creature. Yeah, but it was just a snake. I mean, it was probably going to like... Just a snake? Yeah, there's like... I don't like snakes. I'm afraid of snakes, absolutely. I don't want one near me or anywhere. Like, over, no, but... I think you're overthinking it because, yes, they killed the snake, but they also ate the snake. That, no, it's still... No, it was sad. No, it was mean, sad. Person. Dude, how, they, how could they eat that? Listen, listen. No, listen. They shot it with the tranquilizer thingy, right? Or like the poison, and it killed it. Um... Um, what did the poison be in the sink? No, probably not since they cooked it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm no expert. They, I mean, you gotta think that's how Mimi Siko survives is killing snakes and things like that to eat. So that was his breakfast. So it didn't um, really bother me that he killed the snake. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. So. Um, um, we, we are first introduced to his tar tarantula. Matika? Yes, Matika. What a great name. Maybe I do really like be, that. Maybe Matika. that could be your name, person. Matika. It kind of feels like, like a badass name. Like, yeah, I know. I Matika's like it. coming through. Matika's mm, coming through. Mm, oh, yeah. mm. <laughs> I like it. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I would I to hate that. No, I but yeah, he's afraid of it at first. I love how like this, like the spider or the tarantula, like goes after him only like if you scream or whatnot. And he does end up in the water, and the gator comes up. Yeah, I'm afraid of alligators. I think they're so cool, and they truly are like a dinosaur. But okay. they scare they scare me more than sharks. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. I never really thought about it. That's surprising. I think because maybe I live in the South and I have to always be prepared. Like, I literally have a gator that lives in the pond behind my work. That's a good point because I don't, I don't really have to run away from any animals that would eat me. <laughs> <laughs> the perks of the South. <laughs> we got massive ass bugs. Like, yeah. Come, come, guys. Come visit. percent <laughs> And there, I mean, there's deer everywhere. <laughs> Come to, come to Georgia. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to go to Australia because Australia has some scary ass shit. Like, everything in Australia is made to kill you. Oh, for real. 
Yeah, besides like for the kangaroos, but they'll like Joey punch you, kick you, whatever it is. Australians are tough cookies. Well, they are. They have to win with monsters. You have to be tough. Survival of the fittest out there. That's why I think, like, we're, or at least me, like, I'm a big pansy. Like, oh my god, she can't. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of countries look at us that way, so (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. Um, so now we're at the ceremony aspect. Mm-hmm. I do like that Michael is embracing the culture. He kind of gets dressed up in their like heritage. The penis joke. Yeah, I know that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what did I? What was I saying? You said penis joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think Mimi Siku is like sitting. No, I don't think it's Mimi Siku. I'm sorry. My note taking is horrible, you guys. So I'm literally like trying to interpret. So Michael's like sitting there, kind of like a frog. Or is it Mimi Siku? I don't know. One of them sitting there like a frog. I think it's Mimi Siku. I changed my mind. Did you Delta 8 before and, you watched this? No, I did it this time because I saw how bad my last episode was. <laughs> you guys, I'm sorry. Kayla. There, I just, it was bad. <laughs> um, no, I did not. So, he's sitting there like a frog, and I was like, why is he sitting like that? Why can't he sit normal? And Cage was like, well, he's from the jungle. I go, well, you still sit on your ass in the jungle. Don't you not? I would think so. Yeah, I don't get why he was sitting like that. They got asses, they can sit. I. You know what? I think you're a looking at it way more than I was because I didn't realize. I just realized that they're doing the ceremony for Mimi Siku to become a man and he has to Mm -hmm. on a piece of burning hot wood. Yeah. I'd rather just be a boy forever. Yeah, I'm going to say, it's going to be a hard pass on there for me with that. Um, But one thing that Kirsten and I should have mentioned um, was that Mimi Siku, when they were on the boat, him and Michael uh, said to Michael, when I become a man, a man, will you take me to New York? And, you know, Michael, oh, yeah, you know, like your kid or probably a few years from now. He says, yes, he promises that he will. But this whole ceremony Mm -hmm. is for um, Mimi to become a man. So Michael doesn't realize that, oh, uh, tonight you're going to become a man. And now I have to take you to and. NYC. Yeah, I thought that was funny because you can just tell like the difference between cultures and he he had no idea. I no. I thought that was funny. And um oh sorry, go ahead. I wonder if Michael thought kind of too like, okay, like I'm never gonna see my kid again. You know what I mean? Like do you think he was gonna try to keep him in his life? I think possibly a little bit but not to the extent that he's going to with the end of this movie because he gets mm-hmm. to actually know him. I could see right. maybe two more times in his life. Right. I want to say that's probably to the extent of it. Or maybe there might be one point if Mimi was like in his early 20s or something and said, I want to fly to New York and he would probably pay for the ticket. Uh, something right. Like um, so right. not to this quite extent. Um, but then, you know, because Mimi Siku did the whole tribal um, ritual, he is now mm-hmm. one at the age of 13. And so they are going to New York City together, hence jungle to jungle. Um, right. So uh, Mimi does say, you know, this is a big village. I mean, this is one big village, New York City. Mm-hmm. And yeah. My main question 
in this entire movie, why do they not get this boy clothes? I know they do the one night. They have, they have, he has real clothes on the one night, the one dinner. But otherwise, he does not have clothes, and I don't understand. He may not want to wear them. And he does wear clothes towards the middle and the end of the movie. No, he does one time. No, he doesn't, Kirsten. He was the one scene he was wearing a black and white sweater. The other scene Yeah, that was for the, like, the party or dinner. The other scene when he was like wasn't he wearing like an orange shirt with like a um like a jean like thing over it? And then when they're at the airport again, he's wearing something else. She's just staring at me. <laughs> I don't know. I I remember the one outfit. I don't remember the other two, but I'm not gonna say I'm ready either, but well, I mean, again, he, it was probably one of those things where it's a cultural shock for him, and he's not used to wearing all these clothes. I mean, thankfully, Michael didn't. I was thinking him. about that too. Well, thankfully, he didn't take him to New York City during like the middle of winter or anything. <laughs> the poor kid. That would have been so bad. Well, it was so funny because Mimi asked Michael he when they get to New York. He says, "Where are all the animals?" And Michael answers, "In their offices." <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. That's funny. Um, I don't get why Michael had like such a panic attack about the spider in the boss's office because like he already was getting in trouble. Okay, so you if, didn't read if it right, you you didn't see it right. Was he panicking because of the spider? No. So um, the reason why he did that was because Michael's boss was like yelling at them because of the yeah. situation. Yeah. Because the spider then was crawling on Michael's boss to avoid the spider spider to get onto Michael's boss. Michael started screaming. So then. Yeah. But he should have just let the. Yeah. What I'm saying is like Michael shouldn't have freaked out that the boss was going to see it because. um then he could have gotten out of in trouble and really like the, the whole conversation would have been avoided of michael getting in trouble if the boss would be like oh shit, there's a tarantula in here and it's on my back get it off me get it off me and then they grab the spider and run away and they would never even know yeah but it, what if he would have killed the spider and that would have like been devastating to mimi i mean i feel like i would have done more what michael would have done not with i have no clue what i would have done but i don't i don't know she's cool I mean, it's not yeah, like I like mine like too. Anything, you know, like a spider or anything, but <laughs> you never know. Some people like them. I don't. Think um, so. my question is, why is he marrying what's her face? Charlotte. Um, we need her. Yeah, Charlotte. But it's like it's the typical um evil other woman, right? It's kind of like Parent Trap. I didn't think She's not evil, but if you think of like Parent Trap, neither is the lady in Parent Trap either. She's just very, yeah, she's very just high maintenance. So it was, um, what did you say her name was? Charlotte. Gloria. Charlotte. <laughs> neither, like, so they're both very uppity into fashion, like materialistic. And it's supposed to be like the complete opposite, right, of what the ex-wife is. Um, so it, it just reminded me of that a little mm -hmm. bit. I mean, I didn't mind Charlotte that much. I mean, she was kind of just there. Um, but so we do see that. So I guess at the next part, I guess where you're going with this is that Michael 
um, goes to see Charlotte. That's where we're first introduced mm-hmm. to her. And she does like all of her fashion stuff. And she has cameras that are always following her around. But what I right. love is when we're um, in the scene where Mimi and um, Richard, Martin Short's character, is in the car. And then he discovers Matika. And he turns and he screams. Like he p- places his hands on the car. <laughs> yeah. I thought that I did think that was funny. So. I feel like that's very Martin Short. Honestly, he's funny though. I, I love him. I'm so sad that they took him off the Canada show. They did a whole new Canada show at Epcot, and it's not him anymore. And it makes me so sad. No, I know he he's funny. I really do like Martin. Schreiber. I love him. Um, I do too. It was so funny though because when they go upstairs to see. Um, martin short richard's daughter and she's wearing like the dress for the wedding and it's like this purple dress um when i was little i thought that dress was so pretty because it had like silk on top and then it was like poofy taffeta at the bottom but now seeing mm-hmm. it, i think it's really ugly so it just shows you how style right. and you know your taste it just changes absolutely okay so i don't know kirsten if we were at charlotte's place of work or her apartment they don't really necessarily specify and I think that her work would be really nice so I'm not 100% sure but either way um you know Michael is visiting Charlotte and they're in this super tall building in New York City and Michael is listening to a sales call and then all of a sudden we see Mimi (laughs) Mimi Siku um walking outside of the building so like you know how tall buildings have like ledges for each mm-hmm. like windowsill he's on like right. one of the ledges out there just kind of be bopping around not really caring that he's I don't know 300 feet up and then so Michael's parents instincts really kick in at this part so I am so sorry my cat just jumped up on my desk and uh scared the hell out of me so I apologize for Tootsie and you know making that large that that really obnoxious noise so Kirsten what was your thoughts um I cut part of me thought it looked fun fun part of yeah (laughs) part of me thought it looked fun um and then part of me was like hell no and I felt like even if I was up there and I would look down I would get nauseous as hell Ugh. well you jumped out of the plane but you had a, I did do that. a parachute, a parachute <laughs> and a man that was a man. statue. <laughs> that is true. That does make some difference. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I didn't really have much on this much thought. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I thought it was cute, but cause you know, yeah. Mimi Siku is, um, used to climbing like the mountains and things like that. So he probably didn't see what the issue was and why people were in such a havoc Freaking that out. he He's was out there. out there. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. And I did like the fact again, how you saw Michael's like parent instincts kind of kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very worried and he went out on the ledge himself, even though I feel like that's know. something that Michael would definitely not have done. Uh, so then because, you know, Mimi Siku, um, they walk in and um, Mimi calls Michael Baboon. That's his name he gave him. So he's like, Baboon scared. He's like, yes, Baboon, very scared. So I thought that I was love really that funny. that's his name. Yeah, I, thought, I think so that's a really cute. funny name. He'll probably call him Baboon forever. Um, but then they're eating, um, they're in Michael's apartment. And he's like, in New mm-hmm. York, New York, we eat with forks. New York, New York. Because so. Mimi yeah, I- eating the cat food. 
Yeah, and I didn't get the big deal of eating the cat food. Like, if he was eating shit, okay. But <laughs> he was just eating. Like, yeah, it's disgusting. It's gross. I never want to do it. I never want to get it near my face. But, like, the way that, like, Charlotte and, like, her friends were acting, I was like, well, come on. y'all Look at Charlotte and her friends. I mean. I know, but still. You know, yeah, I I get it. I love when they say about, oh, gosh, I can't even quite remember the line, but he's like, um, he says, you're female. And I think that, I don't know. I think that's like cute. I mean, I want to be Brian's female. I think that's cute. I think it is cute. Um, I like they, they go, well, Mimi Siku goes and sleeps in the hammock at night Mm -hmm. still. And I think Mm -hmm. that's funny too. But I love when like, Michael goes and like puts a blanket on him and like takes care of him. But then um, Mimi ends up like taking care of Michael, um, which I thought was cute. It was a cute little scene too. And I love like how Michael's literally leaned over the chair and he just puts the blanket on right there. Right. And the reason why why Michael is just kind of out of it and leaning so awkwardly Mm -hmm. on the chair is because he, when Mimi Siku is sleeping on the hammock um, after Michael does tuck him in, he grabs the, blow dart um that has like the poison in there and he mm-hmm. shoots it just to mess around with it and he shoots it on his foot and then because of the effects of the poison he passes out Knocked I out. really think this is a Kayla thing like I feel like that's something I would do like let me why would you mess dart. with that I don't know I just feel like I could see myself like you know trying to blow it and then like shooting my foot not even realizing because I feel like I do weird things like that all the time like why did you run into that wall? You knew there was a wall there. Well, like, yeah, but like, I'm walking fast. I don't, like, you know what I mean? Don't yeah. you have incidences yeah. like that? So or yeah. I don't think it's just me, but yeah, I do like how Mimi does take care of Michael and he just drapes the blanket on him. So I thought that was really cute. Right. And then we, it's right. the next morning and at least Mimi's mm-hmm. not eating um cat food, but he is eating cereal and he pours the cereal on the table and then the milk without using a bowl. And Michael's like, that's okay. I didn't, I didn't tell you to use the bowl. Like, he's like, you know what? I, yeah, that, that's deal. on me. So it's fine. Sorry. Oh. Should have explained. Right. Exactly. So I thought that was that funny. funny. Um, so Michael ends up leaving and tells Charlotte that she needs to stay with Mimi. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought the line was funny where he ends up like pretty much like like on top of her super close to her and he's like poochie poochie and she's yeah. like that's enough poochie poochie no more poochie poochie <laughs> poochie poochie I know that was so funny <laughs> I just thought that was funny I thought it was such a funny line yeah um, and um of course um uh, Mimi Siku loses Matika in their apartment and I think my I think I would have a similar reaction that Charlie has with knowing there's a triangle, I feel like I can't say that right. Triangle, yeah, running around my apartment. I would be, I would be freaked out in my bathroom too. Like, let's be real here. Yeah, absolutely. I saw one um, when I was in Haiti. It was kind of cute, but do I want it in my house? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I would prefer something like I would prefer that. I think over like a tiny one, over like a tiny spider. Okay, I can see that. Because then it's easier to see and get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't really want to kill it. Um, okay. So Mimi wants to go to the Statue of Liberty. Correct. Um, and he gets mad at Michael 
because Michael keeps saying tomorrow, tomorrow, yes. tomorrow. Um, so Mimi kind of takes it into his own hands then. to discover NYC on his own. Right. Which is um, going to be us. Yes, guys, we're going there. I think I, we told you guys November. I'm um, because I've never been. Yeah, to she's York. really nervous. I'm not nervous, um, but I would take y'all's inputs on tips yeah. or places to go. Right, we know Disney um, World, uh, New York City is a whole new venture for us, but we're excited. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he takes it on by himself. He ends up climbing the Statue of Liberty, um, and is sitting on top. But he does get sad because he wanted to bring the fire back to his his people. Because the chief tells um, Mimi Siku that that's kind of his um, obligation or duty that he needs to do to prove himself, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is your quest to bring the Statue of Liberty fire back to the tribe. And so disappointed to find out that the fire is really just part of the statue. It's not real fire. Right. So, um, I do love when Michael does kind of, he doesn't necessarily rescue Mimi because, you know, Mimi can take care of himself, like climbing up and down, um, Mm -hmm. you know, statues and buildings and mountains and things like that. But, you know, by law, they had to call the police for somebody to come get Mimi. Right. And then, um, Michael says the word obligated and, um, he explains to Mimi what obligated means. And then, so Mimi's like, so you were obligated to, you know, bring me here. And then I just obligated is one of those words that you don't really say often so it was really funny when they're like running through new york city he's like obligated. Obligated. <laughs> so funny um they, they both calm down but right. it, i don't know i just thought it was so funny yeah i think that is cute but there was another line that made me sad um they were getting into the cab and he's like, yeah, you just like wave your hand. Like I thought it was cute. He's teaching them how to get a taxi. You wave mm-hmm. your hand and then you got a ride, uh, which I don't think will be that easy, but we'll find out. No, I don't think it's uh, going to be that easy. <laughs> um, but then uh, Mimi's like, oh, it's magic. And Michael makes a line is it'll be magic if he understands English. And I'm like, that's not a good line. <laughs> I'm like, that's so mean. There's just so many things wrong with a few of these lines. There really is. Yeah. Kayla's not speaking. No, I mean, I agree with you. Um, okay, so now we get to um, the the fish, the fish mart. And so at this point, I'm kind of like, where is this movie going? Um, yeah. Because then we see. That's what I was like, the one guy looks like death. Yeah, because like, the, the guy without his finger. fingers <laughs> and his face and his clothes. I'm like, what? What happened to him? <laughs> I okay. So basically, um, Richard and Michael. Um, this is all about their coffee um, crashing or rising. I didn't quite understand it myself completely, but then they're right. trying to pass off. I don't know some of their coffee to this like Russian mafia. I, Mm -hmm. um, so when they first get to the fish mart, they meet the guy that's missing the four fingers. And he says, before you go talk to the Russian mafia, you have to 
knock four times, ring three times, then knock two times. It like it's some really weird order, but it was so funny to me when they're both up there, like at the door, and they're arguing, like knock four times. No, no, like I could just see like you and I, Kirsten, kind of like going back oh, and forth on, like what exactly that we have to do. Um, so then you don't lose any fingers. So I thought their their dynamic together is pretty cute. It is cute. It's super cute. I do love it. Yes. Um, I love when we, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I do love when we finally meet um, Martin Short's family. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that whole part is really good. Um, so needless to say, uh, with, the, with the Russian mafia, Richard decides to make the deal with the Russians. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at at this point. One and part, Michael did not want him to. Yes, Michael didn't want him to. Um, one, one of the notes I did like here in this movie was when Michael and Mimi are outside like I want to say near Central yes. Park and you have all the different like cultures coming together <gasps> and dancing this and vibing I too I I think that's a really beautiful aspect and I love that I um, New York City like has all those wonderful cultures and they can come together and I thought that was a really special moment I said that movie. too I said I love and this is one of the reasons why so I they love did music. embrace culture Kirsten they were you right think, like they're right. all like saying all these racist lines and stuff but I I don't think they're intentionally doing that. I, you know, I really do believe that they want to embrace all this. Right. Um, but I do really love music. And this, like I said, this is one of the reasons why is because it does translate to so many different languages, to different cultures. And no matter what language you speak or where you're from, you still mm-hmm. feel the beat and the rhythm. Yes. And like, you can still feel the message of it even if you can't understand the words and and it, for me like that's so special I think it's bonding of the like entire human race yeah music brings people together and I just think that's so special this was one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie mm-hmm. yeah and I'm, I'm really sorry but that. it would be so fun to dance in the park with that like Absolutely. that with everyone mm-hmm. so yeah just kind fun. of bringing people together and just having that whole vibe I, I really did like that Um, So now we're at the point where we go back to Michael's apartment and Charlie is still in the bathroom because of Matika. Yeah. So, but they, they end up saving her. I don't know. I I think she must've called uh, Mimi Siku little Mowgli. And I thought that was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, that is cute. I like, I made the line because after this, he ends up, Mimi Siku ends up going to Richard's mm-hmm. and staying with them for a little bit because Michael's like, okay, me and Charlotte need a date night pretty much. Yeah. Just so she knows that like, I still love her. Right. Um, and so he gets, Mimi Siku gets there and they're looking at the fish tank and my dumbass, they they look at it and he's like, oh, we call it this. And uh Richard's daughter is like oh I like that better at least I can pronounce that because she's trying to explain to Mimi what they call it in English what the Um, fish yes okay and but after she says like I like it better because I I can pronounce it and I'm like she can't pronounce fish Guys, yeah stupid. I don't know I feel like I didn't get that I, I, I she don't... she's it's the actual name of it because she of like tries telling them she's like it's put and then the mom steps in and it's like it's mm-hmm. and and then she's like 
oh, okay. And then that's when Mimi's like, oh, we call it this and this. And she's like, oh, I like that better. At least I can pronounce it. But I didn't catch on to that right away. I definitely didn't either. I, I guess like with the whole fish, because I have notes before that, but, um, you know, Mimi does cook their fish and tries to eat it. I knew that was going to happen too. I oh knew it. Oh my gosh. Those fish are so expensive. They can cost thousands of dollars. How do you know this? I mean, I know they said it on the show, but, or the movie, but. Well, cause remember our um, uncle Gary had that saltwater tank in yeah. his house and he had all those like really expensive fish. And plus I worked at rainforest cafe where we had all those like really expensive, expensive exotic fishes. Fish. I didn't really know they were expensive. Yeah. Fish can cost up to thousands of dollars. So remember in the goofy. office where Michael falls in the, um, the little pond and he kills that fish and they said it was like a thousand dollars. They want him to pay for it. And Michael's like, Oh, I think that fish was already dead or something like that. <laughs> oh, Ew, yeah. That gives me the heebie jeebies thinking about that. Like Person landing on a fish. fish phobia. God so, bless. That freaks me out. But, um, so on the fish though, um, I, it was really sad when, um, Richard Martin Short's character finds out and he says that Winky was his favorite and he's he used to take his finger along the glass and move it up and down and Winky would move up and down and he grabs the fish and he puts his finger up and <laughs> so he moves different. them together paralyzed like now I just have to do like this um so that was really sad funny it was sad funny yeah um but we I before yeah before the whole fish thing Richard does tell Michael that he did make the deal with the Russians and um the coffee does drop below 75, which means they are in big trouble with the mafia. So this is kind of what's going on because when Charlotte and Michael were at their date, Richard interrupts and they have to go because they are going to be dealing with the mafia, um, which is never fun. No, that's scary. Yeah, I do feel bad. So back to the fish. I'm sorry, I keep going back and forth, but um, Mimi does feel bad about killing the fish. And it's so cute because he does try to catch um fish in their little pond and um i thought that was it just shows how innocent he is that he didn't yes he didn't mean to you know he didn't know that this was a big deal i wrote i wrote about that too but i would never be able to catch a fish like that nor would i want to no and then he like throws it in the bucket and it's a small ass bucket my Mm -hmm. ass would miss well yeah because you and i would be freaking out too much because it's so slimy (laughs) i couldn't even have the dedication to grab the fish i couldn't even stand in the water i mean let's be real Mm -hmm. um but if you notice the part where he's like got the fish Richard and he's like going up and down with the mm-hmm. finger and the fish I looked at the background the wallpaper goes on to the clock they had a clock back there and it was the same as the wallpaper and I thought it was really freaking that weird. Is weird yeah it, it really freaked me out um yeah definitely interesting but um, so when Mimi Siku is in the pond um trying to catch the fish uh Richard's daughter comes out there and they do have a really sweet like romantic um I guess innocent romance I guess if you want to call it and they actually have their first kiss so okay um Kirsten Um, I was going to ask you if you remember your first kiss yes I do was it good no, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. It was not something that I like to remember. 
<laughs> Do you want to tell me the story? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> um, Moving on. So, yeah. Anyways, um, I love the line when they they kind of get in trouble. I don't know Richard's daughter's name, um, but they go back in and he's like yelling at her. Yeah. Or Richard's yelling at them and. He's like, you're, he's putting the moves on you. And she's like, I was putting the moves on him. Right. And I think that's so stinking cute. I loved that line. Yeah, I, I did loved too. it. And I love when the wife is like, well, honey, maybe it's a good thing that it happened at home. <laughs> <laughs> like their whole thing oh, is really funny. I know it's super cute. I love them. Um, but because of the whole, uh, coffee situation, the Russians are mad and they are now at Richard's house with his whole right. family there. Before we go there, I, I mm-hmm. thought it was, uh, Mimi had a super innocent line. And after Richard's like yelling at him, uh, Mimi looks at the girl and was like, I still don't understand the problem. Like, it's like the innocence of it all. Right? I love He's it. He's so innocent. He is so innocent. Well, and then too, um, you know, cause Richard's daughter goes upstairs and she's like, I'm not coming out, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, Richard keeps trying to break down the door and his son, mm-hmm. Andrew is says like, we could smoke her out. He's like, no, Andrew, that's dumb. And then finally he's like, if you don't open this we're door, gonna, we're going to smoke Andrew's you out. Smoke you out. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how Andrew's like, yes. And he's like, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. And then I love when, um, when Michael gets there, he's like, was pot involved? He's like, no, he's like, well, it's fine. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be like me as a parent. <laughs> like, then what's the big deal? What's happening? Oh my God, I um, um, I wrote that line too. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't get why Michael just doesn't tell Charlotte what the heck is up. Like he just like left her in the bathroom. I would be fuming too. Probably not. He probably doesn't want to scare her is my guess. Yeah. But I'd still be pissed. Like, off. can I handle this situation before she finds out? Before it gets a little out of control? Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. So, like we said, the Russian mob arrives at Richard's house. Yes. Um. And then we have the what did we? What is it? Matika. Matika, Matika comes out to play eventually. But at, before this, mm-hmm. um, Richard's like entire family is pretty much tied up. Richard's and tied up. Yes, Richard's tied up, but then Mimi and Michael are free. So they try to come up with a plan, um, and they have Matika out to play. How do, did the... Go ahead. No, I was going to say before that, I do love... Because the, the Russians come in, and he's winning the coffee certificates, and Richard's like, I wouldn't keep those in my house. And of course, Andrew, his son, is just like, you know, he just gives his shit away. Like, oh, they're in the one room behind blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, seriously. And then they decide to rope Richard down. He's like, rope me down. And then that's when <laughs> um, the Russians are trying to figure out what finger to cut off of Richard's. So this movie could have gone really bad, really fast. That's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's scary. Um, My question is, how does the main mobster... Um, not realize that Matika is on his head until he looks in the mirror. Maybe it's like one of those mayflies. You just can't feel it until you, <laughs> until you look at yourself. Until you look at it. And I was like, these people all suck at fighting. Well, like, yeah, but could you imagine our family? Suck. 
Listen, I could take some people out. You say that, Kirsten, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think you could in theory, but like it would we're not used to fighting. We've never been in a physical altercation. So I don't know how well it would technically go. Listen, I do some kickboxing here and there. <laughs> but I do love when Richard's like yelling to Andrew. He's like, bite him, Andrew. Use those crooked teeth. I really like their the father-son dynamic. I do too. Their family is just so cute. I really love them. Yeah. Um, okay, so they they get the mob out of there, they live and happy, happy, happy. Happy. And Michael, um, so yeah, the the Russian mafia is gone because they threatened him with Matika the triangela. So that's all fine. Mm -hmm. Um and now, um, so Michael decides to finally take Mimi to the Statue of Liberty. And then right. when they're there, Mimi, I believe is probably homesick and just asked to go home. And one of the lines that uh, Michael does say to Mimi is that the fire is in your heart because Mimi is really sad that he can't take the fire uh, back to uh, Lipu Lipu. That's such a nice line to think about, to think about what America is. That yeah. like the fire of the Statue of Liberty is in all our hearts. It is. I really, I think it's, that's like the whole point of this movie. It's really nice to think. Um. Anyways. When they're on. Yeah, the, but then. When, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, on the boat. That's oh, I see, I was talking about the plane. Um, Mimi isn't oh, okay. gone yet. So when, um, when Michael is um, saying goodbye to Mimi, he does. Mm -hmm. He gives him like the little Statue of Liberty lighter with the fire. Right. And um, he also does give him a phone. But it when when Mimi's walking onto the plane and they're saying goodbye to each other, it is always really, I know Kirsten and I experienced this. It is always one of those really sad moments when you're leaving your family and heading home. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just a weird emptiness too. The weird emptiness. You do feel empty, you know, but you make your lives at certain spots like in certain areas and um but that doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean that's where your heart is um but it is always hard to leave because yeah. you know like with Kirsten and I I miss Kirsten every day and being so far away um but it's like I can mm -hmm. get on with my day-to-day -day life but then when I see her it's fantastic but then like when I leave her it's like this loss it's that so you didn't hard. realize that you right. had in your heart right so when they were saying goodbye to each other that's just something that like gravitated towards me and like it just made me yeah. really sad to see yeah I completely understand that hmm. um I was wondering can he work a phone though like I'm hoping that maybe I'm home. hoping he learned that in his uh course. I don't know. I'm I was just... like, did he his course of New York, a course of America? And I'm like, can he get on a plane? And then okay, question, question, question. Yeah. So he gives um Michael the little shooter. Yeah. And He's like, one day you'll shoot a fly. Why would Michael think it was a good idea <laughs> to shoot a fly on this man's back? I don't know. I, I can't, I can't say why he thought it was good. Um, all I know is that coffee's up and money is honey, according to, yeah. uh, Michael's boss. But yeah, I don't, I don't know why he thought this would be the most, you know, this would be the time, this would be yes. time to shoot. Yeah. The best in front of everybody, <laughs> you know, if that happened now, like he'd be in jail. <laughs> you think he'd be in jail? Um, if he shot a man with a poison dart, maybe. 
Yes. You just fall asleep. It's not like you like maybe like well, he roofied him. And maybe like a fine. A fine. No, there's no way. Um, but anyways, that's when Michael realizes he doesn't want to be here and he wants to be with Mimi um on the island. So he travels back to the island and he brings Richard and his family with him. Um it must be nice to at least make enough money to keep flying back and forth all the time. Yeah, yeah. I my I was thinking I I didn't realize that Richard's daughter and Mimi were that close and didn't spend that much time together because he was like right away. It's like, is this is she here? Well, I'm see, like, I, Dude, thought, I, I thought I got that from them. I thought they had a really close connection right away. Um, because a question. In, yeah. Why the hell did she jump in the water to go get him? There are piranhas and gators. I thought the same thing. But maybe she didn't That know. is That is how you die. Ignorance. I love when um, Richard's wife says, is this one of those topless tribes? And Richard's <laughs> like, don't think about that, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I just love their family. They're truly goals. Yeah. Um, But... Um, the last day in the movie ends, we're looking at Michael. Why did they always end back in the day with like it just pausing, like pausing on the frame and just like, that's the end. Like all like older movies, like in the nineties did that, like live movies. I don't know. Maybe that's just what, what, what they thought was a good ending. I mean, I think we should bring it back actually. I, I really, I really liked it. Cause you know, the movie's over with, but then we do see like, as the credits roll on, we do see that, um, Michael's doing like the, the man ceremony where he puts mm-hmm. his hand on the, the, um, wooden yeah. fire beam. So I thought that was cool. Um, so yeah, so Michael did show back up to be with Nini Siku and he said, he's going to be there for a few weeks. So he knows he's going to go back to America, but I bet you anything with the phone and the communication, um, I, I bet they'll have a good relationship and Mimi will probably go back to New York too. I'm guessing a couple times. Right. Right. So, uh, all in all, I, I think this is a very cute movie. Uh, Kirsten, why don't you give me your thoughts and rate it? Mm, I thought it was cute. Um, I'm going to say it's either like a, I'm going to say like a six and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a six and a half. I thought it was cute. Um, very, very nineties, which I loved. I love it. It was very like nostalgic of some of the movies I used to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there was some cute lines. And of course I love Tim Allen and Martin short. So yeah, six and a half. Okay. Yeah, I I think this movie's really cute. It's one of those movies that I feel you can just pop in. You don't have to think too much. You can just it's clean humor for Enjoy, the most yeah. part. Um, so you can watch it with your kids. You can have um a few laughs. I I think the whole, you know, the whole concept of the movie is really cute. You have um really good family, um dynamics between Richard's family. You can also see how families. It just because if your parents are divorced, but you can still come together and be a family just, you know, in a different way, like Patricia and Michael, they are on good speaking terms. Um, I think that it's just, it's a really good, clean, humorous movie. And so I really do enjoy this. I personally, I, I would give this movie like a seven. When we first got Disney plus, this was my first movie that I watched on Disney plus. Yeah. So that was something really exciting. Sorry, my cat keeps jumping up on my um my desk. 
So sorry for all the baning. Okay, we're good. So yeah, I thought that was really, you know, I, I don't know. I just like this movie. I would definitely recommend this movie if you're going to have like a family night, like a Friday night family mm-hmm. night with some pizza. I think this and movie like is really, yeah, I think this movie is really cute. It's definitely something different. So I definitely give it a seven. Um, you know, I don't feel like we get too many movies like this anymore. No, we don't. So we don't. We don't. So I really liked it. So Kirsten, unless you have anything else to say. I do not. That is all I got. So I will close this out. Um, email us at watchchattingmuses at gmail.com. As always, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories and your opinions on our movies or any recommendations that you guys have. Um, Kayla and I have been talking about if we're ready to start our Star Wars or Marvel series. So if you guys have a preference, please reach out for which one we do first. And then always follow us at Waltz Muses on Instagram. And that is all I got. Yeah, I think that's exciting. I mean, I know which um, series I rather start Marvel or um, Star Wars and I know which one Kirsten rather start. So please let us know which one you want us to start first and we'll go from there. And um, I wonder if y'all can guess which one (laughs) I wonder if they they can. That's exciting to That's exciting to know. But I'm I'm excited. So about one of them. (laughs) Right. And uh, I'm excited about the other one. (laughs) Fantastic. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to um, kind of banter and under- right I, can't understand why I feel like, like the episodes like. are going to be long that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah. we might have to okay anyways everybody <laughs> I hope you all have a great rest of your day and we will chat with you real soon bye bye muses all right,